So I appreciate you, bro, coming on the show, man. Big fan. I hate I got traded for you because I always wanted to play with you. But, uh, man, we appreciate you being on the show, man, yeah. rocking with us. Thanks man. for having me. Thanks for having me. When you first got to the league, who was the first person to bust your ass? <laughs> 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 the first person to bust my ass was, man, Marbury. Mm, Steph. Ooh, Steph. Steph, yeah, yeah, muscle point guard. He's you know in Minnesota. I want to say it was either Minnesota or New Jersey. Mm-hmm. One of them teams. Like, man, look, couldn't even sleep. I'm like, man, look, I got I got guard this dude. Hmm. You know, like, you know, my memories of him was, you know, that one year in Georgia Tech when he caught the lob. Yeah. And he dug with yeah. him, like, hold up, man, yeah. this is a super athlete point guard. Yeah. You know, wasn't seeing that at the time in the NBA, but. Definitely Stephon Marbury, you know, not not only did he probably score, he probably, I probably got benched and everything he for that you dude. With the, he hit you with the fake, come off and the-, the Everything, the, everything. You know, he had a great career too, man, but I was shaking it. I'm probably older than him, cause yeah. he came out as a freshman. Yeah. I was shaking. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm, I'm gonna try to guard this dude, but you know, you know how it is. You yeah, know, first round to seeing that speed and- Yeah, yeah, it was too much. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, 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 we live on location. Me and the blackest one is out here in Los Angeles, California. We came to get one of LA's finest, one of the NBA's most underrated best point guards to ever grace the court. We got Dre Miller in the building, baby. LA's finest. We appreciate you pulling up. Hey, y'all tap in. We are visible with Verizon. We way out in LA, but we visible, ain't it, Black? We got them towers out. Hey, let's get it. Presented by Visible. So you from Watts, California. You didn't go to the Fairfaxes, the Inglewoods, or the, or any of the school. You went to a private school. Yeah, man, I was, I was blessed enough. My mom, you know, uh, put me through private school all my life. You know, it was school right there in the neighborhood where I walked the train tracks and played with my family and friends for years. I didn't even know the history of the school. I just knew it was... It was a private school and yeah. it was all boys. Like, yeah. you going there. Uh. You know what I'm saying? So it was like basically like a a private public school. Yeah. You know, it wasn't nothing private about it. You yeah. know, it was just the gates. You know, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even no gates back then. So did they have a, a history of having a good program? Yeah, man. You know, it was a, a lot of history, man. It was a lot of tall guys around, you know, a lot of big guys with muscles and stuff. And, you know, really, I, I still remember being at the park with my friends, and there was this guy who used to be in the gym all the time. At that time, he looked like a bum. Yeah. You know, like, hey, he want to teach you something, you know, shoot it like this, shoot it like that. Man, man, get off the court, man. You look strung out or something, yeah. you know. It was Raymond Lewis. Mm. Raymond Lewis, you know, this is a guy that they, you know, L.A. legend that they had on the version of, like, you know, a Michael Jordan of L.A. Yeah. Right? We didn't even know it. So, you know, a lot of great players come out of my high school, you know, a lot of my friends that are doing well off the court, but you know, I didn't know. Yeah. I just knew it was a, a private high school. Yeah. You know, so it was a great experience for me though. So you didn't play AAU ball and all that stuff, so you didn't really like get the summer ball that everybody else got. So how was it like to test your like how good you was? Man, tell you the truth, man, I probably was like the same size for a long time. Chubby kid with beaver teeth, you know, uh furry hair, you yeah. know. It was I think back then it was something like slam and jam travel ball or something like that. Yeah. 
I never got that access, man. It was a little bit of YMCA ball in Inglewood. And then everything else just kind of, you know, was like the streets and park and recreation. That was, for me, I mean, I didn't know nothing. We had no money to go, hey, you could go travel here and there and go play basketball. But, you know, the amount of talent at L.A., in L.A. at the time, I was just like, you know, a crumb on the floor. At what point did you start to, like, figure it out? Like, you know what I'm saying? And then did you, at what point did you move from just park and rec to really seeing, like, L.A.? Because, like you said, y'all had a whole lot of talent everywhere. At what point did you start measuring up and saying, like, I'm, I'm all right? Man, I never even thought about it, actually. You know what I'm saying? It was like damn near like survival. You know, <laughs> like if you could make it through this 109th Street Park, Park and Recreation, if you made it out of there playing hoops, that was validation right there. So I didn't need travel ball or any type of structure on that type of level to say that I was ready. I was right there with my family and friends. Everybody played flag football, played basketball, Park and Recreation. If you can make it through that, you was validated. Yeah. And that was the that's something that helped me along the way. Who molded your game? Cause like you a you a floor general. Like you one of them guys that uh can control the whole game. You control pace, you know who supposed to get the ball, who don't supposed to get the ball, like you know every position on the court, you know where everybody supposed to yeah, be at. Yeah. Who kinda instilled that in you? Man, I would say the T V. Back then the T V was my iPad, you know, mm, today, right, like right. TV back then, like, let me turn on uh, and watch uh, Michael Jordan, uh, uh, Magic Johnson, Showtime Lakers, you know. I was a big fan and everybody around me, family and friends, whoever. I mean, Saturdays and Sundays to be able to watch Magic Johnson, the Lakers back then, Jordan, yeah. you know, just the pregame music, you know, yeah. we're not going outside. Mm-hmm. You go to church yeah, and you come home and... Watch a game and then go emulate everything that you saw on the TV. So the TV, NBC. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you know how it goes. So you know that was a big help as far as me. I watched everybody. I watched everybody. Everybody game. Everybody. Michael Jordan, uh, Magic Johnson, James Worthy. You know, Mark Jackson, Clyde Drexler, Mm -hmm. Terry Porter, John Stockton. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was trying to take some from all of them. When did you get strategy in your? In your head, because I know at one point, only time I played with kids my age was in high school. Off the court, I always played with adults. Yeah. So when I got back in high school, you know, when you playing with adults, it's all really man to man, one on one type stuff. But when you was playing in high school, it was like two threes and certain type of structure. When did you get into the like the structure of the game, the, the chess of the game? You know what I'm saying? Like the strategy of the game when coaches strategize or man. what they doing and man, I think. Again, just watching TV, man, like back then, watching the Magic Johnson, the Lakers, basketball was so pure for me. Mm-hmm. Everybody made the simple pass. Everybody made the backdoor cut. Everybody made the lob pass. Everybody throwing in the post and go post up, Q. You know how it go. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just watched it all and, and was like a sponge. Yeah. And then I think when it really was taken to the next level was when I got to college. I got to college, man, you know, like, I was trying to try some of the, the Allen Iverson moves, you know. Nobody knew what Allen Iverson was at the time, but I was trying to go between my legs, stuff that I learned in the streets. So you get to college, like, hold up, buddy. Mm-hmm. You can't even dribble between your legs. This is straight fundamentals here. So it was like, you know, it was like I was at Princeton or something, you know, right. learning from one of the best coaches that, that I probably had as far as my career uh, comes in. At what point in high school did it come up like, because we all get to that point, 
Like, whether you oblivious to it or not, at some point, you know, the college scouts come in, you start getting letters, people start paying attention, your teammates, you know, the newspapers. At what point did that happen for you in high school, like where where the attention started to come and the notoriety, of, you know, from your game? Man, it didn't come. It didn't <laughs> come. Left you on the Man, I didn't get recruited in high school. I didn't get recruited at all, man, because I was a non-qualifier because I couldn't pass my test scores. Oh. So, you know, I didn't get recruited by the UCLA, the USC, and then basically I got tricked into playing football my senior year. So, you know, not tricked, but, you know, pressure. <laughs> hey, we need a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? So at that time, oh, so everybody, QB yeah, too. everybody wanted to be like Charlie Ward. Yeah, you know, I, you let me be, be like, like Charlie, Charlie Ward, State. <laughs> let me be like Charlie Ward. I want to play football and, and basketball. basketball. So you know, Utah. How I got recruited to Utah was the assistant coach was an alumni of the high school that I went to. Mm. That's how I was offered a scholarship. You know, wow. it saw me at playing in like a little summer game out here in L.A. City College, Rockfish. It was called. I jumped on for maybe like a month out of the summer, and I was just hooping. And that's how I got my scholarship. But I didn't wow. get recruited by so any you, schools. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. You used to want to go to a HBCU. Oh, yeah, they probably heard it. Yeah, man. I see you man, got I thought, the, Yeah, yeah, big you know? support for the black college. You know, and man, I had this conversation with a few of my friends, man. If I knew the things that I knew now, I would have went to a historically black college. But, yeah. you know, the free education came from a... The University of Utah, and that's why I want to be in a fraternity. Mm. You know, I want to be a stepper. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know, I want to stuff the yard. You yeah. know, so you know, I wanted to be in a fraternity, man, and just experience that. You know, and now I gotta go Salt Lake City, man. I'm out of my head. How was that like, for you being a, a kid from Watts from LA, and you going to Salt man, Lake City? Let me tell you, look, my first year I had to sit out. You know, got in trouble a couple times. And the second year, man, that's when it, you know, like, it was day-to-day -day survival. Yeah. It was like being in a different hood that you ain't, <laughs> you ain't supposed to be here. Yeah. You know, but it was the best experience ever because I got a chance to see what goes on the other side of the fence. Yeah. And, um, it's a bigger world know, out there. It's a just bigger world, world than what I was seeing, man. I yeah. learned to ride horses. Yeah. I mean, I was skiing. <laughs> I was doing everything, yeah. man. Come on, man. Say My partner's like, hey, man, you ain't, from, you ain't yeah. from here, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The homies see that, they be like, oh, hold on, man. Take your stripes, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. How was it to play? Like, you played with Keith Van Horn, Doliak. You played with some hoopers that, like, y'all, I mean, I can remember y'all making, like, a serious run. Like, how was it to, you know, the, the squads you played on and, and did you expect to, like, like you know what I'm saying, compete like that after not even being man. recruited? I played with some dogs. Yeah. That's when I learned, when I stepped on the campus and I met Keith Van Horn, who was a year older than me, Mike Dodiak, Hano, you know, maybe me and maybe another brother on the team. <laughs> it was like, you know what? Basketball ain't about color. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It don't care, it, we don't care what color you are. Mm -hmm. You know, Van Horn, hey, we playing one-on-one. -on -one. Why you want to play me? You six, nine, six, ten. Yeah. I just want to send a message to you that I'm just the, that guy on the campus. Right, I'm yeah. that guy. Yeah. Keep that horn like, wait, man, I'm from the hood, man. We don't care. Where you from? <laughs> yeah. You know, so, man, those are my brothers, man. Those was my brothers, man. It was the only time ever that I felt like I was a, a part of a team. Yeah. We thought alike. But we come from all different backgrounds yeah. and cultures. And that's where the respect was. It was I bigger saw, than all of Oh, it was bigger than color. It was bigger. Yeah. I never even looked, you know, as black as I want to be, I never even thought about color 
when I was uh, in Utah. Was that something that you was nervous about going there? Like, I mean, you know, before you, like, when you get off of the scholarship, you like, man, you got to go to Salt Lake. Like, what is everybody telling you about it? Or what did you know? Had you ever been there? Never been there. Never knew where it was on the map. Just you know, Utah hey, jazz. my mom put me on that plane with a little bag and a blanket. You know, like one of them, uh, what you call them, uh, the peanuts, the yeah. one that was dirty. That was me yeah. with a blanket and a bag, man. And, and I went out there. I didn't even go to high school graduation. I was out there in the summer. And, you know, this is how crazy it was, man. When I stepped out there, man, and I got off that plane, I had nowhere to sleep. Mm -hmm. you, know, you see kids getting paid now. Look, guess where I slept at? I slept in the closet, man. I made my bed in the closet. You was on Harry Potter, bro? Straight up. I slept in the closet by the front door with Keith Van Horn. They had a big old house, three levels. All yeah. the rooms taken up. This your room, Dre. By the front door, this closet? Man, me and my cover. Yeah. You know, you know, <laughs> I was straight peanuts, straight blanket, you know, so yeah, it was crazy. It was Rick real. Majerus, you know, he got an eye on him from the run that y'all made. A lot of people seen how good of a coach he was. How was it to play for Rick? What did you learn from him in that season that y'all had to be like, where you took that on to, for the rest of your career? Man, man, Rick Majerus to me was like a, a genius of basketball. Mm -hmm. Like four and a half hours a day it was like school. Mm -hmm. It was like military school, basketball, everything rolling to one. And mm -hmm. if you even look like you got a smirk on your face, you running. And he didn't discriminate nothing, man. I learned so, every day I learned something. I, I became a man. That's when he stepped in my mom's house. He said, you know, your son ain't going nowhere. He said, I'm giving your son a scholarship, not because he's good. But I just want to help make a man out of you. Mm -hmm. And I grew up, man. I grew up, man, because I was tested a lot. But man, I learned. I learned so much about basketball, man. That it was just like it wasn't enough to be left. When I got up out of there, I was ready to go. What about that season that y'all made that deep run? Like what clicked? What when y'all went into the tournament? When y'all went to the conference tournament? And then y'all went into the tournament to yeah. make a run like that? Because nobody had Utah on there. Oh, on nobody. They, on yeah, sheet. like you know, it was. It was 12, 15 Mormons on the team. I didn't even know I was black at the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it was so, man, it was so much hoops going on, man. And like I say, it was the only time that I actually felt like I was on the team on that level. It was like, we never went home. We all lifted weights together. We ate together. Yeah, I did everything. I mean, man. we played tennis. We played Frisbee football. Oh, yeah. We run down the street on the freeway to exercise, man. We was doing so much weird stuff. Yeah. You know, like... We was like a young family. We had so much respect for each other. And it was like we all thought the same. Yeah. And that run, man, it was like a dream. It was like a dream. Like it didn't even happen to be able to play against Mike Bibby and Miles Simon. I was it Simon. when y'all popped Arizona. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That like team. we had played them the year with Van Horn the year before, and we lost. Yeah. And, you know, in a preseason game. And then Van Horn went on to the NBA. And then we get to play these guys again. They just fresh off a national championship, mm -hmm. 97. They trying to go back to back, and we got to play them, beat them. It was a great experience. And then we got to go play this jumping guy from North Carolina, mm -hmm. Antoine Jameson and Vince, Vince Carter. Carter. I'm like, look, look man, look, man, I, this ain't for me. Yeah. You know, basketball, like, when I saw that dude, I, I swore he did a flip in warm-ups yeah. and did a dunk. But it was like, man, his athleticism was so unreal. I just knew we was going to lose the game just by watching them in the warm-ups. And we was able to beat them and go on to the national championship. Coming from from like not 
even being offered scholarships to, you know, how you got a scholarship to go in there and then having to sit out. Did you ever think that you would get your jersey retired at, at Utah? Never. Like, what was that? Well, what did Never. that feel like, achieving that? Man, when I got the call, I felt like I, I didn't deserve it. Mm. Number one, you know, I did get my degree. I did get an education, you know, but... I didn't help the school win the national championship. I like I really had pride in the University of Utah. You know, they yeah. gave me opportunity and I didn't win. And they get this call like, hey, we're gonna put your name up there, you know, in the Raptors. You know, that, that happened to legends, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like seriously, Utah? Like yeah. Me? It was a great experience, man. It was like like senior day or something, you know, right. like all those people. Miller, Miller, you know, like, man, it was, <laughs> it was crazy, man. It was, it was a dream, man. It was a dream come true for me. To get drafted, like your draft got some, some hitters <laughs> in your draft. I'm talking about Elton, Steve, Franchise, Boom, Burn Davis, L.O., oh, Rip Hamilton, Sean Marion, Jason Terry. Hitters, you top 10 in that draft. What you did that previous year shows that you was like one of the elite. How was your draft for you? Like, how how was your experience at the draft? Man, the and draft, you, man, I told this story the other day, man. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> it was like, you know, 1999, fresh, the lockout's over. I don't know if you remember, guys, y'all been in the green room and have the nice suits. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everybody get the nice suits made and stuff, and I'm in Salt Lake City and get the invite to the green room. Like, that, you going lottery, you get invited to the green room. Yeah. So, Man, I gotta get a suit. <laughs> I, got a suit I ain't got no right? bread, man. Yeah, yeah, no I went to Nordstrom's. <laughs> I went to Nordstrom's, man. I went to Nordstrom's and picked out a suit, man. I ain't get no designer. Yeah. My relative was with me, man. Look, man, we we gonna get some suits now. Back then, Nordstrom's was like top like, notch, like top notch. Prada, yeah. you know, like you you shopping at Nordstrom's, you that guy, I'm like, man, I'm gonna kill him with that suit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> man, I had a regular looking suit, man. I didn't have to do no no size in the nut. Yeah. Walk in there, get me and my cousin the suit, man, and I felt as basic as I could at the yeah. draft, man. But you know, the experience, man, I still got my suit. Yeah. You know, I look at it from time to time. Hopefully, I can fit in it again one nah, day. No, you but. probably will never be able to fit that one again. <laughs> yeah, but, but man, the experience of the draft, man, to see these young brothers from different backgrounds. You know, we kids, and yeah. we get a chance to go to the draft, and that was that was great. Now, how did that feel to shake David Stern's hand? Like, because that's the picture that see everybody your mom see. Face, like man, I wasn't even looking at David Stern, man. I wasn't worried about him. I was trying to walk straight. <laughs> I was trying to walk straight how, across how, that how, stage. How nervous was you sitting at the Man, table? I was nervous, with your like you know, I was still, you know, I was what? Still shot, look, man. They say you can only have 10 people or something like that at the draft table. I'm like, look, I got about 200 people. <laughs> 200 people that I want to bring to this draft. They're like, you can't do that, Mr. Miller. No, I'm bringing all my family and friends, you know, and I'm have on my regular suit. You know what I'm saying? And Where y'all draft was at? D.C. That was nice. the first time I've nice. been in Chocolate City, you know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> the draft, and I got on this raggedy suit, you know what I'm saying? But look, man, to take pictures with my, my peers and experience that dream, I got like Lamar Odom, 6'10", 6'11", mm -hmm. Baron Davis, who's from the area, Los Angeles. You know, man, it was a dream come true, man. I wasn't worried about David Stern. I was worried about 
walking right across that stage without shaking and worried about the interview because back then we couldn't talk. Yeah. I don't know how to nothing. do no damn interview. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm stuttering, you know, yeah. all types of stuff. So, you know, it was, but it was, and all in all, it was a great experience. So to get drafted and now you come to Cleveland. Cleveland ain't, ain't one of the best teams in the league when you get there. How was that transition? Straight for you? garbage. <laughs> but look, I love Cleveland, man. I like, love Cleveland. Man, I love Cleveland. I love People say, Cleveland. man, they mistake by the lake. No. That's I what love they used to call it. Mistake, mistake by, by the lake. lake. Yeah. No, I was all up and down the streets in Cleveland oh, man. by myself. I was roller skating. <laughs> yeah. I was everywhere, man. And they didn't, I mean, I walked the through the mall. And the people were so what? cool and down to earth yeah, nice. Yeah. Miller, we don't want you here. Yeah. Like, man, look, come on, man. I'm just a young guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But. I mean, that was my welcome to the NBA. So I soaked it in, and man, I had a, I had a good time them three years. Hey, hold on, you just spoke on something that D. Rightway made sure he wanted me to bring up, like your hidden talent of skating. He said his mom's be bumping into you at the skating rink all the time. You out here like on, Usher on the real man. Streets? I'm better than Usher. I'm oh. better than a lot of these dudes. <laughs> I'm a real skater. Yo, and what's crazy thing is, I just saw D. Wright mom last Thursday. <laughs> last, <laughs> I'm not lying. What's today? May 19th. <laughs> today Thursday. Last Thursday, Thursday, I saw D. Wright. She said he came up to me. I'm in the middle because you know. You know, I'm just warming up, getting my, <laughs> swag, getting my swag right. And she come up to me like, Dre. You know what I'm saying? And I and I roll with her, you know. She's yeah. a roller. Amir Johnson mama. She, okay. Me and her done fell a couple times skating together. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, you, you really out here. You yeah, out here. Chicago, yeah. St. Louis. Yeah. I, done been, I done been all of y'all skating rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I get down. So that's how I learned how to dribble. I used to dribble while I was skating. Yeah, that, is, that is hilarious, bro. That was my outlet. Straight up. Yeah. Free skate, man. Skate. Yeah. That's it. You in Cleveland, and like, when did you know that you can have success on this level? Like, when did you know, like, man, yeah, I'm good enough? Because, like, you play in a position where it's hitters. It's hard. Every night, it's hitters. Jason mm. Kidd, Chauncey Billups. Oh. You know, like. Uh, Stockton. Stockton, oh my God. GP. You know? GP. Yeah, I mean, real yeah. Tim Hardaway Tim with Hardaway. the hurt knee. Yeah, with the hurt knee. Yeah. Like, Still crossing. Yeah. Marbury Young. Yeah. Allen Iverson Young. Mark Jackson out there passing. Mark Jackson yeah. shaking all over the place. Yeah. So you play in a position like that. How was when did you know that you can have some type of success where you can compete with man, the best? I had the confidence and I was I was in the locker room with some vets, man. Mark Bryan, who's with the Phoenix Suns, mm -hmm. you know, helping with DeAndre Aiden. I had Bimbo Coles. Bimbo. I had Sean Kemp. Oh, I was in Kemp. the gym with a legend, the yeah. Rain Man, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I learned how to be a pro, but Tyrone where, Hill. Tyrone Hill. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah. Bob Sura. Wesley, Wesley Person. Wesley Sir. Person. Lamont Murray. Lamont. Hey, Lamont Murray. Hey, I love and that's Lamont your position. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, but the person that really helped out in my development was John Lucas. Okay. John yeah. Lucas really gave me the the green light to say. Richard, go out there and make it happen. Yeah. You always call me Richard, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Richard. <laughs> Richard. 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 Hey, Richard, man. Just, just, man awesome. Go out there and play basketball. Shoot the ball. Post yeah. up. You know, he, man, he was always on me, man. He the first person that told me, he was like, look, man. Ain't no crying in the NBA. Say, if you show your emotions, you ain't going to survive. Yeah. You show your weakness, you ain't going to survive. And he gave me that confidence. Hey, just go out and rock. Yeah. You know, and, and then my leadership skills led by example. I wasn't no woofer and talking all. 
hey, man, y'all need to practice. Yeah. I just went out. And, and just bust my butt. And he gave me that. Uh, John Lucas was a big part of that. After my first year, my homeboys used to ask me, like, yeah, man, which one of the point guards you want to play with? I used to be like Jay Kidd and Andre Miller. Like, the way y'all used to pass the ball, throw lobs, and, and just see stuff, I'm a runner and a slasher, so I know yeah. I automatically work <laughs> with y'all. It automatically, like, fits with y'all. Yeah. I hated that I got traded. It yeah. was crazy because but, the year before but, he got traded for you, he you led the league. In assists on the on worst like team. On, like, the worst team in, in the league. Yeah. You yeah, led crazy. the league in assists. I was playing with some shooters, man. Wesley Person, Lamar Murray, Trajan yeah. Langley, Danny Ferry. I was playing with some shooters. Shoot. You got to get that ball in that pocket, and they, re <laughs> they ready to fire it up. You know, like, so how is that possible? Like for you to lead the league in assists? He nice. I don't on know. The worst man. team in the NBA. That's hey, like never been it, done. It's like a point he guard, nice. like knowing that if you don't pass the ball, they gonna be on your head. Yeah. Drake, come on, man. You young. You like you gotta make your teammates around you better. Yeah. And that's something that I picked up. I'm glad I played with vets because I knew that if I can make them happy and please them with my passing skills and practice leadership skills from a practice standpoint, that's how I earn my respect. I was just dishing. As a point guard, when did you get past taking chances? Because, you know, like, you get some point guards. Like, I used to be on, uh, my bad, Jared Jack. You know you my guy. Uh, Jared Jack. I, oh, I love man. Jared Jack. I love his game, the way he play. But he was so safe. Yeah. He wouldn't throw that lob. He wouldn't throw. He wouldn't throw. Like yeah. he went, you know, that assist to turnover ratio mm -hmm. thing. Get up and there. He won't take the chances that a point guard like you would take. Like you and Jay Kidd will throw that half yeah. court lob or that lob over when you see the big man then sealed off. Yeah. And just certain pass. You would take that chance, and a lot of point guards wouldn't because they were scared of either the coach or them getting put on the bench. When did you not care about the chance you was taking? You believed in. Man, you can get it there. I never cared. <laughs> I never cared. It was that simple. I knew guys was good at what they did. Yeah. I knew I was good and solid at the way I passed, and I knew guys like Quinn and Darius, if I throw that ball, Won they went, da -da 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 -da. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? He was good at KYP. You knew I knew my personnel. I know Darius Miles go like this, and we make that eye contact. It's going there, yeah. and I will risk my whatever, me getting benched or whatever for your Yo, success. Yeah. I got to help Darius Miles get that bag. Yeah. I'm going to throw that to the rim. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want to see him make ESPN. Guess what? I'm happy for my teammates, and that was my definition to myself as a point guard. I'm throwing it. I don't care what the coach going to say. Yeah. He still got to put me in because who, who, who else you going to put in? Who else you going to put in? You going to put me in. I'm going to go back in. I'm going to get my rest. Yeah. Man, I, I took pride out of, hey, man, let me get this Ranking guy the ball. Six. And guess what? I, I don't mind getting rewarded last. Yeah. You know, how, I, you know? How was it from you, from your perspective, when you got traded for him to the Clips? I was sick. I was sick. I'm going to tell you why I was sick. I'm in Cleveland three years, you know? Trash team, not even the LeBron James colors, you know? Yeah. We was Cleveland Rocks, you know? Yeah. They were playing Cleveland whack Rocks. stuff yeah. in the... I'm like, what is this? Yeah. But it was a dream, and the management, it was like, we want you to go get this award to somebody. I think I'm best player on the team. Where you want me to go? We want you to go to Akron, Ohio. You know, you're going to play a war ceremony to a guy named LeBron James. I'm like, who the hell is that? You know, so I go out to Akron, and I meet LeBron James. He's in high school. Hey, yeah. give him his player of the year award. Hey, look, man, go to college. 
Get an education. You know, <laughs> that what you said. Take your time. That what you said. I didn't know I was talking to LeBron James. Yeah, right. So, you know, it's contract year, and they told me basically, the organization told me, you know, uh, they was going to tank the season, the contract year. So they could get LeBron. So they could get LeBron. So my agent was like, you know, you know how the agent's going, you know, Andre, you might as well ask for a trade. Right. So and contract I asked year. for a trade. Contract. They ain't going to pay him one. Let me ask for a contract. I mean, uh, a trade. And bam, I get traded home. Darius Miles. Yeah. That year before, y'all knuckles, yeah. knuckles so, to so, the head. So we get the real Man. story. This is why you got traded because your agent said my agent they tanking. It's contract year. You need to get up out yeah, of here. Yeah, John Lucas told him, "Richard, man, you might as well just ask See, for a they trade." Tried, they tried to trade Lamar, and Cleveland wouldn't take Lamar because he just got in trouble. Uh-huh. So I was the only one left. And they was like, well, yeah, we want him. Only way we'll do it if we want wow, him. Wow, I didn't know that. Me for like, I didn't know none yeah, of that. Why they trade me wow. from the point guard that I want to play is, with? Listen, this is for real breaking news. We've never known this story. Like, this yeah. is. I was I, in Vancouver when I found out doing the movie. Could, we could have won a championship with LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really said. Told LeBron James to go to college and get an education. I mean, you're yeah. a four year yeah. college dude, though. I can yeah. understand it. You think you tell him, you know, you're being politically correct. The, the yeah, next I, big I did thing. the right thing. Yeah, you did the right oh, okay, thing. Cool, okay, cool. You didn't, yeah, I mean, he didn't yeah. listen, so it all worked out. He yeah. already was probably worth Isaac, two, two thousand million. Isaac Bruce called my, oh, my house, my grandmother's house. They just went to the, the NFC championship. So he the man in St. Louis. He called my house and he was like, Yeah, I went to junior college and then I went to college and it's okay, like you can go to college. I'm like, bro, they telling me I'm lottery. Like, you telling me to go to college, they telling me I'm lottery. Yeah. You know what I told him, I saw but I listened to him and respected what he said to me and I was like, all right, cool, I appreciate it. Yeah. I was his host when he came to DePaul for a oh, visit. Oh, wow. Man, listen, as soon as he got there, I already knew what I was going to say, bro, you yeah, top five in a pre-draft mock draft. I say, you just say, I listen. took a free trip, he took, he took all the money, he spent all the money. <laughs> He ain't take me nowhere, no, we, man. That's what I did. He took hey. me to White Castle and gave me a burger, and he dropped me out. He yeah, went man. kicking. I would have did it, too. That, man. Hey, he, man, he, you he, know they don't give you nothing but like 85 yeah, for a little yeah. trip. You know, we exactly. go ahead and charge that to the game, big fella. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, do you remember this, though? After you got traded, preseason come, like, you remember me, you, and Elton had to go out to that big boy mansion way out here somewhere and yes. do a photo shoot? We did, yes. a, we did a photo shoot for, for ESPN. ESPN. Yeah, I, I seen that. I got I that shining wow. on them with the baby powder blue and I all remember white. That. I remember that. Look, they had a whole table full of jewelry when we yeah. got there. I thought I was sexy at that time. <laughs> uh, you couldn't tell me nothing. We had a we had a mansion. They like stand like this. Yeah, we stand like that. Like, uh, hold on, it's a like real Hugh Hefner type boy. stuff. It was fly. Yeah. I'm still, I'm sitting on the diving board. I still got the, I still got the magazine, Fresh that's Magazine my, of the Crib. That's my favorite one. I got it, man. I ain't lying about the biggest that window over there. Got it put uh, up like, yeah, look, we, yeah, that's, look, that's shining. We California yeah. living like, boy, we out there. They like it's on ESPN. You see the pool, look. and it's a big old white crib. I the, the, the crib I was, I was crazy. That's when I remember? thought I was a celebrity. I was born, but I know I was a celebrity. You couldn't tell me hey, that. Look, when we ESPN pulled up, front page. Look, we pulled up on the. It was an estate. Like you pulled up on the, remember we had to pull through the guy. I say, what? I say, what's going on up oh, here? I'm I, like, ooh. I want a house like that. Hey, That's boy, what I'm talking all white, like everything, that. boy, like the White House, but but dope. But I was like, ooh, this killing them. Then they had to tell you, I had 
Man, I had about 12 different chains on, bracelets, and they had everything, boy. You would have thought we was a Lakers. You would have thought we was <laughs> really <laughs> Kobe and Shaq or something. Couldn't tell like, us nothing. And we getting the cover. We getting the cover. Front the cover page shoot? of ESPN magazine. Several pictures on the interior as well. This is a whole how, deal. How excited was your mom and like like your family members of, of you playing in L.A. and being able to play for the Clippers? Man. Or they was Lakers fan and they yeah. was like, man, y'all... L.A. was the worst thing that happened to me, man. Oh. <laughs> I love, that's home. That's home, man. But my mom, man, you know, she liked the ward, man. She the mom and dad, man. She put me on the, the transit on the bus at six years old, man. Mm. My mom, oh, yeah, my mom, she was a bad. protector. But then at some point, she just let me go with respect. And, you know, I got a lot of butt whoopings. But, man, like, when I came to play in L.A., she was probably, like, head of security, like, yeah. you know. Hey, everybody, you know, get lost. Get lost, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it was a great experience, you know what I'm saying, you know, to be home and and friends coming around and the tickets, man, you know, the tickets. Y'all know how that go. You know, people don't really understand that. You got auntie, uncle, family members, friends. Hey, Dre, man, we need 30 tickets, man. 30? 30. That's on the low end. That's on the low end. Yeah. But, you know, a great experience. I wouldn't change it. When you sign for that big money, it's contract time. Denver Nuggets. When you sign for all that money, like, could you believe, like, it this? wasn't real? It yeah. wasn't real. It still like, ain't real. Like, you man, know, they want to give me the how much? Man, it still wasn't real. And you know, we all know it's you know, you getting all this money tossed at you, and you like, shit, I could get more. Yeah. This ain't no, I want more. Yeah. And this is, and we all let us tell it. We, we all got more. a bad contract. Yeah, we work, we, we work all more. got our agent messed up. We got a bad deal, man. But. I remember when it happened, man, and I, you know, a lot of this stuff is kind of like therapy for me when I share the stories, you know, with these kids on how to save your money and this and that and how to do things the right way. Man, I didn't care, man. You know, and I'm the cheapest guy, but I was boy, about to say, oh boy. You frugal now, oh Dre. yeah, you yeah. I ain't had bro. no jewelry. I still ain't got no earrings in my ear, no yeah. nose rings, nothing. <laughs> no, I ain't. The, the, I might have had some rims. I had some Daytons. Yeah. I, had, I no, always no, I wanted had some Daytons. I had too. some chrome Daytons. I, I had some when chromes I grew up, on my 6'3". I'm going to always have a, some chrome Daytons. What, yeah. what kind of car was the Daytons on? Man, look. A GMC Yukon. Okay. Yeah, 22s. Okay. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. We like, had the Escalades I, on look, Daytons. I felt special. You know what I'm saying? But, man, I helped my Man, I, I wasn't worried about nothing. Everybody going to eat. Whatever yeah. I can do, we all going to eat. To my detriment, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I didn't care, man, because you only get this life once. Yeah. So I enjoyed it, and I don't look back and say, oh, I shouldn't have did that. No, I enjoyed it, man, you know, even on a cheapskate tip. You know yeah. what I mean? I was a cheapskate. Everybody, Dre, man, you can do it. Okay, I do a little. Man, I need a, I need a <laughs> two or three-year break. Chilling, bro. Dre yeah. used you know, to be I'm gonna wear chilling. This, during the season, I'm going to wear the same sweatsuit for the whole season. Yeah. You know, that's how I... <laughs> That's how you save your money. Hey. Mm-hmm. hey, let me ask you this though: When did you start? Cause like you was one of the only people that I that I can never remember like in the pros. Like I can remember back maybe like when I was a young and I might have tied my shoes behind my ankles the way you did. Like when did you start doing that? And what made you like you did that throughout high school, college, the NBA, and everything? Like what made you stick to the? unorthodox way of tying your shoes behind your ankles and all of that. Man, I'll tell you a crazy story. Me and, me and one of my cousins, one of my relatives, man, man, we was always competing against each other. Cousin Reggie, you know what I'm saying? 
he always wanted to wear socks like Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. You know, he always had three. He was sometimes the dude wear six pairs of socks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we was always like, you know, shoestrings. You know, you get some shoes. Like, I will always cut my shoestrings and just tie them behind my shoes. So, you know, if I'm hooping, I ain't got to worry about my shoestrings coming loose while I'm hooping. Yeah. So it just became a habit, man. And, you know, like... I don't feel like making a loop in my shoes. Let me just tie these things in a knot. Right. And and it just became a habit. I used to get, you know, clowned about it all the time. And, hey, man, Dre, man, what you doing with your shoes, man? Why you do that, man? <laughs> you know, like I just tie everything in a knot. So I ain't got to worry about tying them during the game. Yeah. So that's just how it was. When you got to Denver, like the talent y'all had from Ken to Melo to Rashawn Leonard. Man. Y'all definitely had a, a playoff team. Yeah. This was the first time you really had a team like this. Yeah. You know, Carmelo was the LeBron for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When LeBron got drafted, I was looking for the next superstar. I'm free agent. You know, Quinn, that year we was in Clippers. Everybody was restricted free agents. Yeah. And we had a squad. We had a squad. We didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah. And like, man, where can I go? Where can I go? Man, I know they ain't gonna pay me. You know, they got EB, they got Lamar, you know, hey, Corey. Corey. I gotta find somewhere to go. And I see, oh, Carmelo, Denver Nuggets, let me go sign it. Man, it was like, that was the closest thing that I felt like, you know, a celebrity, like, I'm traveling with Carmelo Anthony. He's yeah. a rock star. He just won a national championship. Yeah. Then you bring Ken over, you bring JR over. I'm bringing. You know, they, they got real basketball players that yeah. that win, that care about the sport. And, man, I enjoyed my experience there, man. The playoffs, you know, the first time making the playoffs because Denver had a bad reputation with the losing. Mm-hmm. You bring a youngster in and we go to the playoffs first right first away. Yeah. First year, so it was a great experience. Did you think uh, Melo deserved rookie of the year? The Did year? he win rookie of the year? I don't know. Uh, LeBron won. LeBron? I don't know. I wasn't paying attention, man. We was, he was cherry picking, and Marcus <laughs> Camby was rebounding. I was throwing down. Let's get buckets. You know, yeah. it was. You know, Carmelo wasn't worried about no rookie of the year. He was a he was a baller. He yeah. just wanted to be the best, and that's the respect level that I had for him. Like, man, we had a no no water drinking rule in practice. Yeah. We hooped that much. Like, hey, we can't take water breaks. Yeah. We hooping. He was that kind of a ball player. I think y'all was kind of like a tight-knit group when y'all was playing together. Definitely. Do you remember when we was with this one? This when I first knew, like, I said, wait a minute, okay. Okay, now I match up Dre from Watson. The one time, I don't know if it was the one time, I think, I can't remember who we was playing. It might have been the Warriors. But you got hit in the mouth. Oh, man. <laughs> and they said, so like, you got you to take in the game. And then, you know, they got you out of the game and you wouldn't sit down. You were standing up on the sideline like, no. And then, like, we came to halftime, bro. Like, like Dre just said it earlier. He wasn't no wolf or no talking, no none of that. He was hot. I'm sitting here looking at You know how you see your team, man. I'm looking at Dre. I'm like, he got the little towel. He like, no, no. We get in the locker room. He like, hey, on everything. <laughs> If they come to that hole, I better see they asses hitting the floor like we is. He's like, every time I go in there, they knocking me down shit. He's like, we better do the same damn thing. I was like, okay, Jay. <laughs> yeah, I said, yeah. he's like, fuck that shit. I said, ooh. I said, yeah, we're getting, getting toe up. 
Do you remember that, bro? I don't. I don't, man. It was a few episodes where, you know. Right, he, look, went ham. That NBA stuff was real, man. <laughs> People think that stuff, man, that stuff is real. I, I don't even remember playing in the NBA, but it was real. It was, <laughs> it was a dream. It really was a dream to play against that type of talent and that physicality, man. It, it didn't happen. It yeah, didn't happen. It's real. When they say you finna get traded for Allen Iverson, could you believe, like, Philly finna trade Allen Iverson and they finna trade him for you? Finna? I wasn't finna get traded. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. I was actually at practice when I got traded, man. Mm. Allen Iverson was on his way Already to Denver, Colorado. Oh, I went to practice <laughs> while he was saying, practice, practice, practice. And then they trade him. They trade him, and I'm at practice in Denver, and I still remember, you know, going to my locker after practice, and my phone rang, my mom like, you know you got traded, right? Like, what? Well, your mom told no, you No, my first. mom called me, yeah, you got what? traded. Got traded to the 76 one. what? What I get traded for? And I oh, I was hot. Yeah. I was hot, because I felt like we had a good thing. You know, it was three years in a row of playoffs. Yeah. And then, you know, I understand, I like, you know, I was mad, but I'm like, hold up, I got traded for. I got traded for a legend. Yeah. I traded. I get traded for no Gatorade or a sandwich or nothing. I got right. traded for Allen Iverson. Yeah. So I was mad at first, you know, and I was also mad because at that time Philly was one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah. So you know, I that's when business of basketball really hit me. Yeah. How does like yeah talk about that from a business of basketball standpoint? Like how does that feel for you to be in the damn facility and you find out that you like why y'all even got me up in here? Like, you know what I'm saying? It like, was embarrassing. Right. It was embarrassing. Everybody know except me. Come on, guys. <sighs> Passing the ball. <laughs> and then you traded the whole time. That's but bull. no, y'all know, and ain't nobody saying nothing until you get to the locker room. You look at your phone, and boy, you know, that was 2000, into 2006, man. But it was it was a blessing, man. It was, you know, hey, somebody wanted me. You know, yeah. that's how I had to look at it. I think True. he was a blessing for Andre Iguodala. I feel like you helped him get his niche in Philly. Like, you was definitely a, a good key for him. Man, for real. Like, like, like I went from Carmelo Anthony and Kenya Martin and J.R. Smith, all these, it don't matter what level you was or how people thought, all those guys was legends to me. Yeah. Then I go to a younger team with young legends, mm -hmm. Andre Iguodala, Lewis Williams, you know, uh, Thaddeus Young, yeah. um, Willie Green, who Willie coaching Green. for the New Orleans, mm -hmm. like those guys was legends to me. You know, I didn't look at it as a bad situation, but it was like they needed help from a different perspective that probably the GM thought that I could probably help as far as whatever he thought, Yeah, you know. Tell me this, where did you develop, like, always, whenever I see anybody, like, you know how you see somebody driving and they hit the behind the leg. I call that the Dre Miller slash D-Way. Yes. That's, that's literally, it don't matter who I'm white. Yeah. Like, I've been calling that forever. Like, where did you, because it was it was so dominant when the way you use it and the way D-Way used it. We just seen people go sliding because y'all yeah. was big bodyguards. So y'all, like, where did you deserve, I mean, develop that move at? And when it was, just It was using? reaction, man. Like, it, everything y'all know is reaction in the NBA to a trap or a hard show, you know, and, and again, you know, just watching, you know, back then, killer crossover. <laughs> like, crazy thing, I couldn't even do a killer crossover. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was just too slow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And my thing was, you know, it, I felt like 
the behind the back leg was a little bit more quicker I for me. Pass quicker, yeah. Or splitting the pick and roll that way than it was trying to actually cross somebody up and get past them. Mm-hmm. It was easier for me to do that, and it just kind of became a habit. Again, that's just from, you know, the friends that I grew up with competing. Like he was always trying to figure out a move to get past somebody and. You know, it just kind of fell into it. You know, y'all tall guys, man, I got to get low. Mm-hmm. I got to get past y'all. And sometimes them crossovers don't work, so I got to figure out, you know, a go-to move and the counter. And that's yeah. that's something that just kind of fell into it. Start bench cut. I mean, start bench trade. You got to trade one. You got to start one. You got to bench one. Dame Lillard, Kyrie Irving, Steph Curry. I'm, I'm bitching Kyrie. You trading Dame? No, I ain't trading Dame. You ain't trading trading stuff? No, I ain't trading him either. You said you said bench one. Trade one. Start bench trade. I'm trading Steph. You trading stuff? Cause then he could go to his trade and be the superstar over there. Okay. And then I'm starting Dame. Oh, you're gonna start Dame. I'm gonna start Dame because then Steph can go somewhere else and be his thing, do his thing, and then finish over there. Cause okay. you know he clutched to me. So Dame got the team, trade Steph. Who older, actually? I don't know. Steph hey, might be older. older. Dame, right? Steph might be older. Steph but they, older they 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 you might say? be like a couple years apart, but yeah. you can't hit or miss. You know, I'm benching I'm benching Kyrie and I'm keeping Dame and trading Steph. Mm. Either or, either or. Magic, Isaiah, Jason Kidd. Showtime. Magic Johnson. Magic? Magic Johnson. Showtime. Who you benching? Who was the other one? You say J Kidd. Isaiah and J Kidd. <sighs> I'm with the big guards. So J Kid. I'm sitting J Kid. Uh, no, no, no. I'm sitting Isaiah. And you trading J Kid. I'm trading J Kid so he oh. can go be his leader on another team. Hey, tell me this. Like during your time, like who would you say is a point guard that you was like when you had to play against him? You like, fuck. Here I go against this mug tonight. Like who was that dude? Like whether it was. He gave you hard time defensively, or whether whether you had a hard time guarding him. Cause you know some people like for me like Tayshawn Prince was a nuisance. I, I couldn't. Yeah. It was hard for me to screw on him because his length and his height and all of that. But like D Miles. Yeah, D Miles. That was sweet. <laughs> but like whether it was D-Miles, like he gave you a problem defensively, or whether like you know you gave he you know he was hard for you to guard whichever way. Who was yeah, that guard was, for you? It wasn't the stars, like you say. You know, it wasn't the stars because we knew we had to be up. Right. We're gonna be up for everybody anyway. But a guy that always gave me issues, like man, and he's a legend, Chauncey Billups. Mm-hmm. Big like shot. It, I mean, like he was the same size. Strong. He was strong. He could shoot that thing, he could defend, mm. and he was super smart, mm-hmm. and he got some dogs hooping with him. Yeah. And he got some dogs, man, I gotta guard this guy. You know what I'm saying? And he life. was he was so consistent. He was so consistent to me. Like he gave like it wasn't no Allen Iron. Allen Iron just bust your ass. Excuse yeah. my language. Okay, I'ma guard him. You know, he after a while, that. he's still going to have 38, <laughs> 40 yeah. points. No matter That's an expectation do. that, you know, right. just not let him get 45, Don't 50. Don't let him hit the last shot. Now, if he hit 36, <laughs> anywhere from 34 to 40, okay, yeah. I can live with. Yeah. You know, but Chauncey Billups, you know, he just going to slowly rock you and, and make you look bad if you ain't on your stuff. So he was, a, he was a tough guard for me. Do you take pride in, like, you barely miss games? 82 games, like you played a lot of games and you barely missed games, and you played 17 years. You take pride in like, man, I got up every day 
and went to that gym and put in the work to like earn everything that I got. Definitely, definitely. My thing was, you know, my personality was not to let my teammates down, to always be available. Like if one thing, whoever whoever hurt, everybody's hurt. Well, you know, Dre gonna be there. Dre gonna hoop. Right. Dre gonna get us some some assists. He gonna help us get some points. We gonna lose, but somebody gonna make ESPN. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Something's gonna happen. But I just took pride in being on the court. You know, I'm like, you know, I'm living a dream, and I'm gonna get the most out of it. I'm gonna get the most out of it. I ain't, I'm not taking no breaks because y'all know it go by like that. So my thing, and I didn't even have to tell myself that, like, man, I, I got to get up and go to practice today. No, I'm getting up. It's just something that was automatic for me. You're the only player with 16,000 points, 8,000 assists, 1,500 steals that didn't make an all-star game. I know you somebody who really don't care about that, but do you feel at any point like you should have made an a, a all-star game? Like, you led the league in assists. Man, I, I feel like I played in the probably the – the number one or the number two best generation in NBA, I mean, that's just how I felt. So me making the all-star team, I didn't care, right. you know. Afterwards, after basketball, man, I should have made like three, four all-star teams. Man, I should have got 60, 70, 80 million. Right. You know, it's we nothing that like you that can control. <laughs> it's nothing that you can control. for. So for me, man, I got a chance to you got a chance to play against Michael Jordan. I don't know if you remember Michael Jordan. Yeah. I, that's the first person that I felt that could fly. Yeah. You know, I saw Michael Jordan fly. Yeah. Straight I up. I played against Kobe. I played against an animal and Shaq. Yeah. Shaq ain't real. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He's an animal. He's Talk about the first time yeah, you yeah. played against him and like just just seeing a human being that huge on the court and like what did you think? He was, was a monster. He was a monster. He was a monster. 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 He was, like, people think like, like he was a monster, like you hear stories about Will Chan. We didn't get to see Will Chan. We got a chance to see Shaq though, yeah. and that's all. He wasn't normal, so you know, it was like the NBA was a whole bunch of guys that was heroes and characters, cartoon characters or something that had special powers to me. Mm -hmm. So I didn't worry. I wasn't worried about working, making no All Star team. I got a chance to hoop against the best, the greats of the game. How was it when you first met Michael Jordan? <sighs> My first time meeting Michael Jordan, man, I tell people this story, man. When Michael Jordan was going to come back and we was all at UCLA, I don't know if you remember, mm -hmm. we all at UCLA, and I don't know how everybody got text messages, you know, phones really became real, you know, <laughs> phones was really, well, everybody said, hey, come to Santa Barbara. I don't know if y'all remember, up. we go out to Santa Barbara, Santa Barbara. and I don't know if y'all remember, maybe I made this up in my head, and Jordan come in, it looked like he had been swimming. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he was sweating. I don't know if you remember. Like, hold up. That's Michael Jordan. And the first thing that came out of his mouth was, I don't know if y'all remember, I don't know. Maybe I'm making this up. He said, give me Dre Miller and whoever else. That's because Mike, that's what Mike always me? did. He, he was smart about taking the point. Me? Girl. I get to play. Yeah, you. And then the crazy <laughs> thing was when we was in Cleveland, that's when he came to play in Cleveland. And it was like he thought the president was coming to the uh -huh, city. Like really? he's on a tour. And we was at shoot around, and he walked on the court. And at that time, he like, no family or friends in the arena to come to shoot around. Yeah. I brought a couple of my partners, and they hiding in the stands. <laughs> so I stay after, and I'm shooting, and whoo, a basketball hit me in the head. Michael Jordan came on the court when we were supposed to be off, and he hit me in the head with a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Get off the court, young fella. And I'm like, look, man. I got two buddies that's hiding up there in the stands. 
they want to meet you. And he talked to him, man. And that was my, man, Michael Jordan ain't real to me. You right. know what I'm saying? He's not real. He wasn't real to me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, I love that year with him. Real. Just to, me and Q talk about it all the time, too, man. Like every time we was playing him, we make sure we were standing by him so people can take the picture and, and get us straight up <laughs> next to him and all that stuff. Like them whole two years that he played, like it was like, man, so he played Mike, you gotta stand next to him. I don't care, him. action for, I don't care if we standing still just to yeah, change, change. I was get trying down. to smell him. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, like, what was he? Look, man, that dude had black skin, he was bald headed, he was beautiful, yeah. you know, he was. He was glow. He was, he was glow. He well, walked he in like a glow. Like, man, he wasn't real. He was a character. He was a yeah. cartoon character that flew. Yeah, that glow, like Bruce yeah. Leroy. Yep, Bruce Leroy <laughs> for real. Ball headed. This is what I like to ask. When you when you got that bed, like, I know you took care of mom dukes and you was self-proclaimed cheapskate. At what point, if ever, did you step out? Like, when did Dre do something with the bag? Do something that you look at, look back on? Like, man, I was like, tripping, man, I was, I was wilding right there, but you enjoyed it. Man, I get a contract, and real talk, like I probably went to the bank. I, I still remember this. I, I had a party in Sacramento, house party. Got a new house. Invite family and friends up. This is 2002, and I actually went to the banking. Got out $300,000. Ooh, okay. I'm impressed already. Yeah, it's the truth. You know, this is my therapy. And cash. This is my therapy. Cash. <laughs> <laughs> cash. And it, look, boy, when I say family, my great grandparents had 18, 20 kids. When I tell you, everybody showed up at their house and I passed out all that bread. Uh. Oh, you just. That's when I knew I was tripping. Oh, oh, wait, so you... I gave it all that, away. That, that I way. gave it all away. To everybody. Everybody. Look, people, I came back Caprice on 20s, you know, all <laughs> times of whips. Everybody got diamond earrings in their ear. And I only went to sleep for like two hours. <laughs> I only took a nap for two hours. That money was gone. They was gone. Awesome. I handed out, look, envelopes, envelopes with names on them. Yeah. And you know, you know, like you can't give everybody the same thing. Yeah. You like I was dispersing it the right way. Yeah. Anyway, here you go, twenty. Everybody get twenty. No, some people get fifty. Some people get forty. Boy, oh boy, they was fighting and everything. Mm. And when, oh. when they, when I woke up, shoot, everybody had whips, grills. <laughs> you know, grills was real popular. Uh -huh. People have some grills, man. I'm like, yeah, I put them grills, grills, man. Like, great, they didn't even great. close their yeah. mouths. Yeah. They couldn't even close so their mouth, out. man. I'm like, man, you got the wrong size, man. You got the wrong size of grill. Bro, you, you, bro, you a good brother, man. You went and got 300,000 cash and then had a big house party. And house just, party, look. And just passed When they left, envelope. look, my pool was black. <laughs> <laughs> when they left my party, man, I had to get a whole new pool. <laughs> my <laughs> My pool was black, hey, and I gave away three hundred thousand in cash. Wow! Yeah, guess what I was driving? What? Montero Sport, mm. Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi, <laughs> a Mitsubishi. Everybody rolling whips, and I'm driving a Mitsubishi Montero. Mitsubishi. I definitely remember about that about you. I didn't remember exactly what car. I remember you not caring about cars and whips, though. Man, I didn't know, man. Actually, Darius, yo, yo, like when we went to Portland, I'm like, hold up. When you get to Portland, it's nothing but whips in the parking lot. Oh yeah, I remember that walk down. Look, from the that bus walk, to... I'm like, hold up, this team right here, they got, they team got the, the best whips in the league. Yeah, for a Miami and Portland, I'm like, hold up, 
What the hell is that? Yeah, they all got whips. Oh, and you see some big monster tires. That's the monster. Like, Hold this look like up. a so Tonka t- car t- toy. <laughs> Please, talk about it. First of all, let's, first of all, let me look. It wasn't real. This is my, my oldest son. This is my yeah. oldest son. I say it all the time on the show. Look, this look. Man, ghetto was all outside. He didn't have no real ghetto car. Ghetto was they come. He had a toy. Man, that man had he a really car. He really had a he toy. Had a car. I, you could correct me when I get through and say the model. This man was sitting on 30s. I didn't even know it was possible. On a car, not on a, a car. truck, a car. Probably a Rolls Royce or something. I'm like, it hold wasn't on, a Rolls. He had, oh, he had the Rolls Royce on, what, 26s? Like, like 10 colors on it. It was, was a chameleon. The man yeah. had airbrush. The man had <laughs> money on the hood. When you get to Portland, you didn't even want to play in the game. You like, man, they got Bro, you picked me up. This thing looked like a spaceship. I'm 6'6", six, six, and I had to, I had to like. You had to get an extension ladder to get in. Bro, I had the label well, to I climb had, up into this joint. 30s. I'm athletic. Had you had league. some, man. We looked for it to go into Portland because we like, Time look, out. they got whips. He couldn't even <laughs> drive <laughs> the speed limit because it was the tire. This that man That's driving in slow motion. It was a just spaceship. A it was a spaceship said, car. Bro, you gonna drive in super slow motion? G? He like, he like, spaceship. boy, you yeah. see them 30s on that? You don't see them? I said, I see. I didn't even know it was possible. Hey, <laughs> listen, the man. Hey, listen, you not lying though. Zebo was up in there with the big money green phantom. They was they was killing them. Y'all yeah. had big boy toy back yeah. then. They were they was the y'all the team. one of them feature teams. They was featured car Shout whips. out to Paul Allen, rest in peace. Oh yeah, they he was well, definitely man. cool. Yeah yeah, I got no, you. Yeah, they was they was they was big boy stunning out there. Hey hey Dre, I'm impressed by that story you just. Told. I did not expect that. Yeah. Three hundred thousand cash and then yeah. you just handed it out. And the best part, he said he went to sleep for two hours. He came back chains, whips, chains, necklaces, man. grills, man, and it everything. Didn't take that long to get one. Everybody, 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 everybody was living at that time. They pre-ordered. They already knew what they was getting. Get a whole new pool, man. Did they know that you was gonna give out money? Or they did? didn't even know. I just how I'm gonna get. You know, I'm born. Hey, I'm having a party. Giving how, out money. How you felt after that? Man, they drive six, seven hours from LA to Sacramento. Boy, I had probably about a hundred people in my house. How you? How that felt that you did that though? You felt like you took care of the family. Nah, it wasn't over. That was just the beginning. You got to deal with moms. Oh, well, we know what moms. the hell were you what thinking of? Well, you now where mine at? <laughs> As she get on that, you know, you know yeah, she yeah. get the big portion. She's yeah, straight. Yeah, That's yeah, my dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she, yeah, but it, hey, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change that at all. It was fun. You play for a lot of teams. If you can put four other players to play with you mm. from all your teammates that you had in the NBA, who would be them four other players? Man, you the professor, Bradley Beal. Oh. Like Bradley Beal, I was I was old at that time. Bradley yeah. Beal, Tim Duncan, because yeah. I caught caught San Antonio. I didn't, I didn't want to play for that team, but right. you know it was the end of the road, so yeah. I had to go see what <laughs> yeah, let me see it pop. You know, um, so yeah, um, who else I played with? I take Iguodala. I take hey. Iguodala. You know, that's your three. How many people is that? You got one more. I got to take Sean Kemp. I got to take Sean Kemp. I got to take the Rain Man and Carmelo Anthony. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah, that's my star. Me, who did I say? Bradley Bill, Bradley Carmelo, Bill, Carmelo Tim, Anthony, Tim, and Kemp. And Kemp. Okay, Iggy That's my the team. Man. That's I my and Iggy the six man. Word up. That's my team. That's dope. That's Damn, dope. Damn, that, that was off the head, too. <laughs> that's a dope Straight reminder. Up.
Where did you where did you get the nickname the professor? When did that come about? I have no idea. Probably some some geek. <laughs> some geek in the stands. <laughs> professor! <laughs> you know, like it, it didn't come to like 14, 2014 or 15, but hey, when you get a nickname and it wasn't even popular, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Q Rich, D Miles. Yeah, you know, like when you get a nickname, you know. You know, LeBron only the king. Yeah. You know, you get a nickname, you, you, oh, yeah, you made no, it a little bit. for that. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just Richard glad Pryor. to know Coach Lucas was calling you Richard Pryor, too. You oh, remember yeah. me calling you Richard Pryor, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I used to mess with him all the time. They called me Richard Pryor and the Clippers and all. 3,000. 3,000. 3,000. Yeah, they always call me 3,000. How does it feel to, to live off the grid? You don't have no social media. You don't have none of that. I remember when I lived off the grid, and it was it was just a good peace of mind. But now I dive and dabble a little bit since I'm nah, here. Industry here, industry dude. No, nah, but now nah, industry now. How, how does it feel to you know live off the grid? Man, man, like man, I'm a I'm a family guy. You know, I value friendships and relationships of before the basketball. Yeah, you know, really? you my peers, we played against each other. I wish health and, and safety to all my peers that, that, that grew up in that NBA basketball world, college yeah. and NBA. But man, like my family and friends and, and my upbringing and, and the grind was my safety net, my motivation, my motivation. So there's no need for me to go out and, and publicize if I gave out some book bags to some kids or some tennis shoes, like I value the old part of me, because that, that played a part in my upbringing and my success. So I stay off the grid, number one, not to get in trouble. You know, I don't know who I'm going to get in trouble by. I remember, but, we don't press in. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I'm not pressed. You know, I'm itching a little bit, like, you know, hey, man, like, why not? <laughs> That's where it's going. So you, you got to figure out a way. But I'm not itching, man. I enjoy I enjoy my life, you know, whenever I get to talk to the youngsters or, or hang with my friends, I, I take advantage of them. I'm, I'm a full-out family family person like that. You are a lot of guys' favorite point guard or, or one of their favorite players. How is it to, you know, like us? like, And you know, other guys to just be like, man, you know, I always wanted to play with you and man, I always respect your game to see where you came from to to see it now. Because now, like even for us, like for guys to be like, man, I rock with you back in the day as we older now. And when I seen you at Iverson thing, I was telling you like, man, you just don't know. I ain't never told you this, but like I always wanted to play with you. Yeah, like like and it's vice oh. versa, man. Like you guys and and the guys I played against was like heroes and legends. Yeah. You know, like I gotta make y'all happy. You know what I'm saying? I gotta impress y'all, even if it's boring. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gotta be flashy. I say, you know what? I want D Miles and Q Rich. I want them to say, Yeah, I wanna play with Dre. Gonna give me the ball. That's my satisfaction. Like, hey, I gotta make them proud. Yeah. That's what the to me the NBA family is about. You know, individual. Hey, you know what? There, there's just different levels to this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got the mega stars. Yeah. And we know who they are. They make what the league that there is. You know, yeah. the Shaqs, the Kobe's, the Lebrons, KG. the AIs, and yeah. KG. They bring personality to it. Yeah. When guys like us, we bring that okay. grind and yeah. the hard work. Like, yeah. we're human. People see us as superstars, but yeah. we actually know that we're human. Yeah. We know the guys. Yeah. So, you know, that was my satisfaction as far as, you know, everybody was a hero and a superhero to me. So, 
You know, I wasn't missing no time. I'm, you know, I play with anybody. Yeah, you know, right. even if it's the manager guys. Yeah. You know, the video coordinators. <laughs> Look how much stuff they had to deal with. Yeah. You know, so. Now they got yeah. coaches out here. Oh, Shout man, out to more coaches. There's more coaches than players now. Shout you know out to Spo from the video room to the head coach, man. Mm -hmm. Straight yeah. up. I need to know, like, how elite of a skater are you? When did this love for skating, like, <laughs> man, come along? And how, how well, long have you been honing these seen, secret, secret talent? Y'all done seen movies, man. Y'all done seen movies. You, you nice, know? like, roll bounce? You doing, nah, like. I'm not roll bounce. like, more like an ATL, you know, because they was harder skaters. You oh. Know? Different states. Oh. But I've been skating. With it. Oh He's yeah, yeah, man. I'm swag, man. I, you know, I'm on my Cali swag. You know what I'm saying? My Stacy Adams skates. You know what I'm saying? That's how you're doing, Cali. But, but you know, I've been skating. I've been skating. I mean, y'all done seen what's that movie? Compton movie or the the, the Suge Knight movie? NWA movie? Right. When they was in Skateland, yeah. USA. Yeah. That's where I started out skating. Oh. Skateland USA. See, I know yeah. D right heavy you know. too. I, you got the, yeah, you got the uh, where they where you get your custom joints and you just oh, do yeah. skate like D right. Yeah. I came out here shout one out time. D right had a little, yeah. little shout, skating party. Shout out to the crowd cutters. You know, shout out to you know all them skate crews out there. You know what I'm saying? I miss y'all, man. I ain't no crowd cutter, but I'm a real skater and I skate by myself, man. I go to you different know the cities. crews and everything. Oh you man, it's like a this. fraternity. I just I'm just by myself, you know. I like to be so in my own little own little world. It's Three a lot. It's a lot of guys in the NBA that skate. I heard yeah. Rashid skate. I yeah. heard Rondo skate. It's yeah. a lot of moms that skate. You know, yeah. it's it's a co Dwight Howard. I think he got a sister. She roll. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's some real. Look, but like I'm, 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 I'm better than you all of them. You skate. grew up learning how to skate, boy. You a break your fibula. You try and skate. I, right I just now. went and skated like three weeks ago. Yeah, he see? is not telling the truth, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. And if he did, he didn't do it long, and he didn't do it. Well. I just don't be letting you know. Cause yeah. you be hating, you be on, on the Louis, tape and all uh, this on stuff. the low. St. Louis Mike got the best skaters. Thank you. He on first they of all, swag you're not gonna just real. say that. Why <laughs> Chicago? JB's JB. Not gonna say that. Yeah, St. Louis. JB, y'all, St. Louis is just like come. Chicago, they uh <laughs> they be doing splits in Chicago. They do yeah. splits and hey, stuff. Man, they they got, do say, player stuff in Chicago. Yeah. I tried to do their stuff. I had to get up out of the skate ring in Chicago. I gotta see some footage of Dre out there looking like Richard Pryor on the skates, boy. I gotta see you. Nah, you be having your, your your taco meat showing? Nah, nah, I ain't got no hair on my chest. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't out there like Morris Chestnut and that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm out there. My swag is right. My Cali swag is right. You know, I represent Cali. I love to skate. That's yeah. my activity. That's, you know, Hey, man, look, see? Y'all yeah. be trying out secret little web gems out here on the Knuckleheads, I man. I wanted to ask you, too, like the you and Burn. Paul Pierce, you know, like the Ray Youngs, Jelani McCoys, like all these guys, these Cali guys to see when it was only a few of y'all coming out to now you see the Paul George, the Westbrooks, the Kawhi Leonard's, the Darrell Wrights, like all these guys that's that's coming so to DeMar DeRozas. Like, yeah. how is it to, you know, just to see, like, you know, when it won, it was just a few of y'all to now as many of y'all, and not only is it many of y'all, Y'all some of the top guys in this league yeah. that came from California and you was part of that culture coming up, guys seeing y'all play. It was beautiful, man. It was beautiful. And the craziest thing is I'm older than them cats. Mm -hmm. Like that generation, like if you had to start from that generation, I'm in the older group, even though Paul is 
a year younger than me, but it's a drop off between those years of the OGs that was real ballers. Yeah. Marcus Johnsons and the Michael Coopers yeah. and the Eldon Campbells Shea and the Byers. You know, now man. Shea, Shea, I think, might have been the same age. Like, he was LeBron James. Yeah, he was LeBron you know, James. The really guys that really hit me about LA basketball that really hit me was when the O'Bannon. O'Bannon. Charles bro. O. I mean, Ed, Ed so O'Bannon. Ed O'Bannon. That was the first person that I saw yeah. like basketball was really basketball in California yeah. to go over to Artesia and see Ed O'Bannon play basketball. I love and them then, O'Bannon, you know, but them Bailey brothers, man. Toby, Toby yeah. and Moose. Toby, <laughs> what a lot of people don't talk about, like, the original Grant Hill, Ricky Price. Ricky Price. Ricky Price yeah. was, I think he might have been a McDonald's All-American. Yeah. Like, man, I, I was selling candy on, on the streets sometime when they was doing that stuff. You know, yeah. they were some real ballers, you know. So, I mean, it's beautiful, man. Those guys do a lot in their communities. They do a lot, you know, and, and, I, and much success to them because, you know, y'all know from where we come from, it's, it's tough, man. Yeah. man. You know, everybody doing their thing. But then, like, you know, Seeing Trevor Ariza and Paul George and Kawhi and all these guys come around the corner from seeing them them Clippers play and you know what I'm saying and, and y'all play and so forth on the Magic Johnson game that yeah. they used to throw every year during the summer, like yeah. like just to see where California basketball players then got to in this league. Man. Like it just Beautiful. One thing I say about all those guys, the Paul Georges, the youngsters that was coming up, DeMar, mm -hmm. all them dudes, just like us, were students of the game. Mm -hmm. They value the game. They respect the game. They love the game. And they all about doing things the right way. You know what I'm saying? They all have their different style and swag on how they approach the game, but they all were students of the game and they I'm sure they was watching TVs and all that type of stuff like me too and having those dreams like all of us. That's been real man. We live <laughs> on location man. We got one of the realest, one of the most underrated Legend. PGs you gonna ever lay eyes on. Led the league in assists, did a whole lot of other stuff man. Dre Miller, LA's finest in the building. Appreciate you bro. Thanks for having me guys. Thanks for having me. All right, we want to thank y'all for your continued support of the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to give us two taps by writing a review and rating five stars wherever you get your podcast. And make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can also find all the episodes on the Players Tribune YouTube page. Follow us on social media at Knuckleheads Podcast and join our Knuckleheads Facebook group for exclusive content. Thanks again to all of our guests and fans. This wouldn't be possible without y'all. The Players Tribune.com